return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Cindy, come on up a second. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Good, good, good. Hallelujah. You know, Cindy Nine, he's from Ghana, him and Loretta. God bless them for being here in the United States. Hallelujah. Uh, your daddy pastors there. Mention the name of the church your dad pastors. We welcome anybody joining us from Ghana. Tonight, or whenever you see this, we bless you in the name of Jesus, and we're glad in our church we get a chance to hear a lot of wonderful people speak like Sydney. So uh, we bless you, and we bless you, Sydney, and let's welcome him, all right, as he comes. Hallelujah. Oh, you can give a better one to Jesus. Hallelujah. A better clap offering unto Jesus. Amen. I thank God for. Um, this opportunity given to me. Um, I thank Pastor Dave and Pastor Jeannie, the leadership of the church. Um, God bless you all for the wonderful work you're doing, giving um, some of us the opportunity to share God's word with wonderful people like like you. Hallelujah. Um, my, uh, the name of the church is Christ Regeneration Gospel Church International. It's um, in Accra. There's a place called Aoshi. Um, yeah. So if you have the chance to visit Ghana, Accra, you can just pass by. Hallelujah. Um, yeah. Tonight I'm, I want to share God's word with you. And... Um, we're going to pray. It's going to be very short, and I promise by 8 o'clock, I'll be done. Hallelujah. And um, I believe that there's a time that um, the body of Christ needs prayers. Um, our nation needs prayers as well. You know, we cannot do without prayers. We cannot do without. Um, when we read the scriptures according to First Timothy, um, First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 4 um, Paul says something to Timothy he says I exhort you therefore that first of all supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved 
and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. This is Paul speaking. Who was Paul? Paul, we know, was so anointed. His apron, you know, could heal the sick. He could do so many wonders. This person is telling the church, pray for us. And so, if Paul is telling us to pray for the church, um, you know, pray for people like him, that presupposes that we cannot do without prayer. Anytime we cease, anytime we cease praying, um, those in authority have the chance to go out of God's way. So, what he's trying to tell us is that pray that they will be, the leaders will be in line with God's word or in line with God's vision for God's people. And so we're going to spend just um, five minutes, just five minutes lifting up prayer in the name of Jesus. We are praying for our authorities. We are praying for the church. We are praying for Brookings, the authorities in Brookings. We are praying for the nation that God will guide them that they will lead a peaceable life, that God will protect them. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice in this place. Lift your voice. Lift up prayer in this place. Libado shatalabrado kapaha. Ikalabado shandalabadihaya. Rabado shandalabadosa. We pray, oh God, that they will make godly decisions. Decisions that will promote your kingdom. Decisions that will promote your will decisions that will bring us oh God to the saving knowledge of Christ in the name of Jesus lift your voice all over this place lift your voice May they make godly decisions of God. Rabako Shatalaba, Rabado Shandalabo Cabrandalabaha, Icatolobo Shantalabado Cabrandaba, Rabado Shatalabadiadalabosa, in the mighty name of Jesus. We are lifting up one more prayer. I want us to pray for the church. Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 37 to 38. Matthew, chapter 9. Um, this is Jesus speaking. And he was telling us that, you know, the harvest is due. The harvest is due. But the laborers are few. And so we should pray for the God of harvest to send in more laborers to the church. To send in more laborers. And so we are lifting up a prayer. Do you agree with me tonight? We lift up prayer that God... Verse 37, then said unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of harvest that he will send forth 
send forth laborers into his harvest. In the name of Jesus, we are praying that God will send laborers into this house. We are praying that God will send laborers not just into this church, but into the household of God. In the name of Jesus, lift up prayer. Lebo shatalabakaha, rabado shatalabakanda labado shadabahaya, ipado shalabado kabranda badihatalabadosa, lebadiyaten talabadosa, Shabranda Labado Kalababa, Rabado Satalabadianda Lababosa, Epantalabado Shandalabadianda, according to your word of God, send laborers in the name of Jesus, Rabado Shandalababa, send apostles of God, send prophets of God, send evangelists of God, Rabadosa, more ushers of God in your house, Ikadalabado Pradabadiantalaba, Rabado in the mighty name of Jesus. Finally, I want us to pray. We are praying for the church. That God will strengthen our faith. Um, there are some people, you know, when I came here, um, the number was, you know, huge. But at, at a point in time, the number started dropping. It's not just in, in this house, okay? It's, it's worldwide. Um, Jesus said that in the last days, many faith shall wax cold, right? And, and so it is our responsibility to pray that God will strengthen them. Those who are weary, that God will empower them one more time. That they will get back on track in the name of Jesus. You want to lift up prayer and pray for other church in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us, O God, one more time. Empower us, O God. Give us one more reason, O God, to press on in the name of Jesus. One more reason to press on. On. One more reason to love on you. One more reason, oh God, uh, to be on fire in the name of Jesus. Libado shatalabado kabrandaba ikanda labado shandalabadosa. Let your fire fall in your house, oh God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Libobo shatalabaha rakatadabado shadadabaha rabako shandalaba. Your word says that your people shall be willing in the day of your power, O oh God. Let your power fall one more time. Ikado shalabado pradianda. Ikandalabada shatalabadosa. Yabadalabado shandalabada. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for this opportunity in your presence. Let your will be done in this place, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. You want to give a clap offering unto Jesus? Amen. I want to share God's word with you entitled Four Faces of God. Four Faces of God. I believe that um, God has some characteristics that He wants us to exhibit. As people of God. And so, um, Ezekiel, when he was 30 years um, old, had a vision. 
And in a vision, he saw, you know, some creatures and he began to describe them. In the book of Ezekiel chapter 1, um, it's, you can start from the uh, verse 1, but for the sake of time, we'll um, emphasize on the verse 10. Um, that is describing the faces of the creatures that he saw. Verse 10, as for the likeness of their faces, they for had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side, and therefore had the face of an ox on the left side. Therefore had also, therefore also had the face of an eagle. Four creatures. Now, John the Revelator also saw a similar vision in the book of Revelations, chapter 4, verse 7, uh, when he had the opportunity to see what was going on in heaven. Now, he had a vivid description of the things he saw, you know, um, talking about the sea of glass and, and all that, the uh, 24 elders um, sitting on their seats and how they were worshiping and all that. But our emphasis is on 7, verse 7. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had a face of a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And so the question is, why did God reveal these things to us? Um, that is one thing I want us to look at according to the Word of God. And this is um, something that God wanted to show us. God wanted to project that image. He wanted to send some information. And so when, you know, we know that Jesus is the express image of God. Do we agree? Yes, Jesus is the express image of God. And so in the four Gospels, we see... Um, the semblance of these, the characteristics of these um, four creatures, you know, being exhibited in Jesus' ministry. Now, Matthew, according to Matthew, now the audience of Matthew were the Jews. And um, Matthew uh, portrayed Jesus as um, the lion. Now, the lion is a representation of power and royalty. And so that is why we see, you know, some of the great nations have the lions as their symbols. It, it represents royalty. It represents, um, you know, the messianic um, purpose of Jesus. Are you here with me? And so Matthew chapter 25 verse 31, if you will, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And so, as I said, the audience of Matthew were the Jews. Okay? And so, you know, we see uh, Matthew quoting the Torah and quoting some of the prophets. Now, the Jews were expecting, according to the prophecy, there's going to be a Messiah. And the Messiah would deliver his people, God's people. And so, you know, they were still expecting this Messiah. And so Matthew comes up and says, Hey guys, this is the, the one that the prophet spoke about. 
This is who was prophesied about that he will come. He is the Messiah. And so he will come with his angels and he will be sitting on his throne. Are you here with me? And so um, Matthew, we, we can also read 28. Matthew chapter 28 verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Again, signifying the power, the authority, you know, um, the kinship that he had. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? And so, um, the second creature that is revealed is the ox. The second creature that is revealed is the ox. Now, the ox is very strong, like the lion, but yet humble. Very humble, but, you know, very strong. Um, And that signifies the servanthood. So, even though he is very strong, he uses the strength to serve others. And this is seen in Jesus' ministry. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to. The other translation says, not to be served, but to serve, to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. And so we see that Jesus is God. Even though he was God, he took the form of a man and suffered a shameful death. Why? To deliver us from bondage. To set us free. And so we see the, the um, characteristics of the ox in Jesus. Talking about the, his humility. Even though he has the power. Even though he has the strength. He uses that strength not for himself, but to serve mankind. And so, um, Paul, um, sorry, Mark, was speaking to some audience. He was speaking to the Romans. The Romans did not really care about, you know, prophecy. They cared more about authority and power. And so, if you have to appeal to them, you must come with some power. And so we see Jesus, you know, um, demonstrating his authority and power on the legions, on demonic forces. And on, on, you know, disputing the Pharisees. Telling them, hey, you cannot, you know, stop the, the plan of God. You cannot hinder God's plan. Hallelujah. So he resisted them. And so Mark, you know, stressed on that part of Jesus' ministry, on, on that characteristics. Portray Jesus as someone who has so much power. So much authority. Are you here with me? And um, the third thing that was portrayed, um, the face, the third face is the face of man. The face of man. And Luke did a wonderful job. Now, he revealed Jesus as the son of of man. He revealed Jesus as the son of man. Who were 
his um, audience. Who were, were he, was he speaking to? Now, he was speaking to primarily the, um, the Greek, okay? And also the Hellenist. The Hellenist were the, the Jews that had embraced Greek culture. And you know that the Greek um, prided themselves as, um, you know, people with, who ha- have the pinnacle of humanity. Um, so if you have to appeal to them, you must, you know, portray or come to them as someone who has so much empathy. So someone who relates to people. And so that was how, you know, Saint, um, Dr. Luke pro- projected or presented the word of God to them. He said, this Jesus feels what you feel. This Jesus, you know, know what you're going through. And so, you know, the Bible said, and Jesus wept. He, he put himself in people's shoes. And so he was always there to heal. He was always there, you know, to serve people. It doesn't matter. The Bible said the other day that um, there was a, a great revival. There was a great meeting, 5,000 people. And after the meeting, they were going to send, the disciples were going to send them away. And he told them, no, don't do that. Make them sit down. Do you have some food? He thought about that. That it's been a long, um, a, a long day and they must be hungry. And so Jesus comes and provides, you know, provides food for them. And so Jesus had that sympathy, that compassion. And this is one face that is revealed. And we are going to see that in a bit. How... Um, believers should be able to manifest these faces in our daily walk with God. Um, God has called us into ministry. God has called us for, you know, specific purposes. And so God wants us to manifest these faces, these characteristics in our daily walk with Him. Hallelujah. And um, the fourth one is the eagle. Shoulder high. And we see John doing a greater job. Now, John reveals Jesus as a son of God. And, you know, from ancient times, um, we know that the eagle um, lives in mountainous places. And we know that um, from ancient times, the mountains are places to encounter divinity. And so we read in scriptures how, you know, they'll go to a mountain to pray and all, all of that. It's, it's a, um, a symbol. It's symbolic of, you know, meeting divine, a, a place of uh, meeting the divine. And so, you know, um, John does a good job. John 10.30. This is John. He says, I and my father. This is Jesus talking. I and my father are one. And so you, you realize that this is what got some people mad. You know, how dare you equate yourself with God? You know, but um, John, I believe, was one of the few people who could, you know, reveal that. Because he had the opportunities to have a glimpse of heaven and what was in heaven. And so he saw this man 
He knew. Now, Jesus, he was so close to Jesus. Some, you know, say that that is the reason why, you know, Jesus granted him the opportunity to have a glimpse because he was always lying on, you know, his shoulders. And so, he had the first revelation of who Jesus is. Peter also did. But John, you know, had the revelation of heaven and how beautiful it was in heaven. The worship in heaven. The sea of glass. The things that he saw. Very beautiful. And so John, um, you know, when he's talking about Jesus, he, he's not saying just things that he's heard. He's saying things that he has seen. The throne in heaven. And all that. And so he portrays him and tells the people, this guy is God. This guy is. And so, you know, it's so difficult for some people to embrace that divinity part of Jesus. But the truth is, he is God. The truth is, he is God. And so, we can also look at John 13 verse 20. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I send, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. And this is, you know, Jesus talking. Now, um, who, who were the audience that John was speaking to? Unlike the other Gospels, John was speaking to everybody. Even though we see how, um, you know, the book of John is very good for people who have who just started the ministry, the the um, young in faith. Now John encourages them. John, you know, picks them up and encourages them to you know move and and to continue the journey, strengthens their faith. Hallelujah. And so this is it. Now I want to look at. I want us to look at the characteristics one after the other. Um, Let's start from the lion. What is it about the lion that we must exhibit? What is it about the lion that we must put into action in our daily walk with God, in our ministries? First of all, the lion is very protective. And as believers, God has called us to protect our own. To protect our families. To protect the vision. And so, you know, it's not anything that will bring division, we should fight against it. Not fight people, but fight against it. Anything that will bring division to the house of God. Not just the house of God, to our families. Anything that will bring division, chaos, we should Hinder it. We should fight it. The lion is very protective. And so God expects us to, you know, be protective of the things in his house. Number two, the lion is very brave and courageous. The lion is very brave and courageous. Now, number three, the lion is willing to fight. Never give up. The lion is very willing to fight. It doesn't matter what it would take to protect God's vision. See, a lot of people are depending on us. We have, you know, the generation that are coming, 
looking at us. And then, and so we cannot fail. We cannot give up. Because if we give up, our children are in danger. And so we have to protect the faith. We have to fight and make sure that we hand the baton to them. We make sure that we pray that they don't go wayward. We make sure that they walk in line with God's word. Are you here with me? And so it it doesn't matter what may come your way. It doesn't matter what it will cost. The lion, you know, will protect their own. No matter how, you know, the enemy comes at it, they will fight. And so that is one thing that, you know, we have to exhibit. Now, um, another thing is that they are hunters. They are hunters. Um, Lions are hunters. Hallelujah. What do we hunt? We don't hunt people, right? We hunt the goals. We hunt the vision. We go all out to make sure that what God has put in our care will materialize. We make sure that we pray into it. We make sure that we seek the face of God into it. We make sure that it doesn't fail. So in the church, whatever that God has put in our hands, we have to make sure that, you know, God's work will go on. Are you here with me? We, we hunt. God has put things, oh Lord. God has given us gifts. God has given us so many things. The Bible said, for the perfecting of the saints. Is it in the scriptures? He said he equips them, the apostles, the prophets, all these gifts for the perfecting of the saints. And so whatever gift you you have, it is to perfect the, 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 the saints, to perfect the body of Christ, to help the body of Christ. Because divided we fall, together we stand. And so we have to come together. It doesn't matter what it takes. We have to come together and hold the torch. We have to come together and make it happen. We have to come together. We cannot be divided. This is not a time to be divided. Hallelujah. This is not a time to be divided. I remember, you know, some time ago, um, you know, let me put it this way. I want to frame it in a better way. So I met someone who has stopped, you know, some church. And, um, you know, when the person met me, the person began to, you know, talk about the church. And there and then, I just stopped the person. Um, you know, how are the kids doing? You know, my regards to the kids. And I, I'll see you some other time. And I walked away. Why? I knew where they were coming. I've I've been in a church for a while. So when I see these things coming, you know, I'm very careful. Be careful. The seeds that are sown. You know, if you are leaving the church, you can leave the church. But don't try to draw people away. Are you here with me? And so we have to be cautious of the seeds that are sown. You know, if someone sows a seed of discord, a seed of division, be careful. You don't want to be part of it. Hallelujah. You don't want to hurt God's church. You, you don't want to do that at all. You don't want to do that. You see, um, someone once said that if you want to see um, the strength of a man, touch his wife. If you want to see how strong a man is, touch his wife. You, you don't want to touch the bride of Jesus. Leave it. 
don't, don't be someone who divide the church. With the gift that you have, let us build it. And so if someone comes to you and the person is sowing those seeds, um, in a humble way, just tell the person, please, I'm not interested. And God will bless you. Hallelujah. Um, let's go on. And so, um, lions are born leaders. Lions are, are born leaders. They are born to lead. God has given you a vision. And that is to say that he's, he's giving you something to lead. A, a, a channel, you know, um, how do we call it? A trailblazer. Something to, you know, pursue in the house of God. And go for it. They are goal-oriented. Amen. Um, for the sake of our time, it's 8 o'clock. But the next time I get opportunity, we are going to continue, you know, from the ox. How, um, Proverbs, you can write this down when you go home, just go through it. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 4. You know, um, even God's symbol, God's strength is likened to the ox. Um, Deuteronomy 33, verse 17. You can write that down. Psalm 29, verse 5 to 6. That talks about the power of Yahweh. You know, being likened to the ox. Psalm 92, verse 10. You know, and we'll come to the eagle. There are so much, you know, so much to talk about. But for the sake of our time, we'll end here. And so, God showed us these visions as they were exhibited in um, Jesus' journey, he expects us to demonstrate these things. And so, the fact that, you know, you have the lions, there's a time to put on the lion's face. And it's a time to put on the, the face of the man. You know, if you have to protect your own, no, don't, don't let the enemy come and scatter what God has put in your care. You know, and so when the enemy comes, the Bible said he is roaring, you know, roaming about roaring like a lion, but he's not a lion. We know of one lion that is a lion of the tribe of Judah. Are you here with me? And so he has given us a power. And so when the enemy shows up, you have to put on that lion face and say, no, not here. You cannot have my kit. You cannot have what God has entrusted into my hands. You know, you can go somewhere else, but you put up a fight and pray for your kids. Pray for the things that God has given into your hands. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you tonight. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for your church, Lord. One more time, let your power fall. One more time, let your power fall. Empower us, O God. Empower us, O God. Empower us, O God, to walk the walk in the name of Jesus. To run the faith. To run the path in the name of Jesus. Uh, Father, we cannot fail. We cannot fail in Jesus' name. It doesn't matter what the enemy does. We cannot fail. Ah, we cannot fail. We cannot fail. In Jesus' name, we pray 
a quickening of our mortal bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray a quickening of our mortal bodies in the name of Jesus. We pray a quickening of our mortal bodies in the name of Jesus. Empower your people, O God. Bring clarity, O God, to the confused in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us a reason, O God, to love one more time. Give us a reason and to come back on track in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.